if that's the way they can backdoor people in that are foreign nationals to be a president of our country that they don't have any right to be. There must be some stipulation, though, where if that were the case, um, they will elect a born, somebody who was born here. Because, of course, they can stick to the... She might become the... Well, they've been taking away our freedoms for the last 40 years. Yeah, another five years, dude, it's going to be any more... be a little bit of a communist <laughs> country. <laughs> and, uh, we'll just pretend that we're free. <laughs> Whoever has money can be president. Well, then Bezos can be president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to have a, a, a showdown with Musk. <laughs> yeah, another five, ten years after everything's eroded. And he's going to have Saudi Arabian princes, Elon Musk, find for presidency. Well, Elon Musk. We're going to be, re we're going to be living total onslaught. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk is, 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 was born in South Africa. <laughs> Well, I guess he's out. <laughs> I don't know where he was banned. He can one. sneak in, though. Well, once they get somebody in that post, and they backdoor him in, then they can just say, oh, we're going to rewrite the Constitution now. Yeah, once you're that rich, you're going to buy the Constitution. Well, the rich has nothing to do. It has, you know, the, the powers that be behind the scenes, you know, pulling up, uh, pulling the strings of the puppet president. <laughs> Yeah, and those guys got so much money, like, they well, the, print the money. Well, you, well, you've heard about, the, like, the Federal Reserve. The Davlos <laughs> group. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alex Jones was right about all this stuff now. It's like everybody's going, oh, crap, he's right. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to his stuff in 2012. And what was the other group? Um, Bilderbergers. The Bilderbergers. And they go, the, what was before that? And uh, there was this... The new, no, it was uh, the Illuminati. It's like, well, they just changed names every, what, 10 years or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's that book, The Last One in Testament of John Cecil Rhodes. And, uh, like, this stuff was written down tons of years ago. Like, nothing well, new under the sun. Well, you look at the, the wealthy and powerful for many decades. They were the only ones that had access to higher education. Like, like to get into Harvard, Yale, or Princeton, if you weren't, uh, what do you call it, of social status, <laughs> you didn't get in. <laughs> no. You certainly didn't get a congressman to sign papers so you could go to West Point. <laughs> yeah, you're just an old putsy girl, you know, guy from the wrong side of the track, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Harvard, Yale, that didn't teach anything different than any other college. It's just... The main... Oh, what's his name? Uh, Bush, Jr., Sr., and all else? Like, well, George Bush, Sr. was... Uh, he was the head of the CIA. He was the director of it. So naturally, Jr. got sent to Harvard. <laughs> of course, he gets to join the Skull and Bones Club, too. Probably had some doing his homework. Well, you, well, you know the, his history, don't you? Um, senior, junior. Junior, of course. <laughs> I don't. He was a party animal in school. Like it was the '60s, you know. He, he, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was hanging out with uh, Kennedy, with all the sorority sisters. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, um, I envy those people so bad because they just like got great lives and the time. 
I envy Ooh, that the, part, but the, I don't, the I don't envy the uh, other part of it. <laughs> uh, the bushes and the clams oh. and the site. Hey, you oh, want hey. to be part of the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, the Greek societies? <laughs> yeah, just go downstairs, sacrifice the baby, and you're in. Uh, do some something erotic like stuff. Like the, like the gangs. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be sticking it in some holes and people <laughs> stick it in you. And just. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do this to humiliate and uh, degrade you, so <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the Greek system is pretty much dead, isn't it? Uh, if, I, if the Greek system is what I'm thinking, no. The sororities and uh, fraternities? Uh, I was thinking like butt sex and raping. Oh no, that's oh, that specifically. But, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about things you can do in college with. Because <laughs> I think they, well, they got to, uh, what do you call it, um, over exertion of uh, <laughs> those things, hazing. Why is that? They abuse the, uh, well, hazing is abusive anyway, but yeah, they've they used the privilege of hazing to the point that people got hurt and killed, yeah. so. And we're gonna have to cut. We're gonna have to cut you off. No, no more sorority. Because <laughs> it used to be a thing in the 50s and 60s. Is the sororities, you know, the, the Greek system as they call it. Because if you didn't belong to that, it was sort of like a, a, a networking for back in the 60s. You know, they didn't have computers, so they, that's how you made lifelong friends in. Business. <laughs> oh, and now we're in the business. <laughs> oh, it'd be like me. Uh, you know, if I went to the fraternity and I made friends with Spanos and Groupie and you know Bush and all these, I when I got out of college, I could call anybody of my buddies. Hey, I, yeah, I need a little loan. It's like, you know, you got anybody I in mind that can help me out? Yeah, I got this idea. Uh, well, we can send you to, you know, C.K. Mellon. You know, he's got a couple of billion dollars or Vanderbilts, you know. <laughs> and I'll set you up in business. Because there's one guy I work with at uh, Walmart. He was, he went to the same uh, fraternity as uh, Spanos. No, really? It's time. Yeah. And he's working at Walmart now, but he goes, yeah. he goes, yeah, it's like he called me up. He offered me, uh, he goes, I have some uh, some work in Las Vegas. I need some houses painted and whatnot. And he was a contractor. Yeah. And he'd see, now he says, I kicked myself from here to the moon. It's like, for not doing it. Yeah. Because he wasn't talking about just three or four houses. He's talking about thousands of houses. Yeah, he's, yeah. He was develop, yeah, developing. A couple million dollars. Oh, yeah, he, he would have been set for life. I don't remember what reason he, he didn't accept it. It was just kind of... Well, he I thought, thought it was a little job. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out hey, to be a paint some houses. Just now I'm busy, man. Always. <laughs> no, it's... Like, well, basically... You jump you know, the groupie are... Uh, Spanos basically said, well, you can name your price. Ooh. Yeah. So he's basically saying, Whatever. you know, well, he felt guilty because he'd be taking advantage of somebody. It's like, well, that doesn't mean you can't take the job. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> like I say, his, I guess his, what do you call it? His sense of uh, moral morality was challenged. <laughs> and I don't know if he succeeded or he failed, but he definitely failed in business. <laughs> yeah. 
I would have taken the job, man. Screw that. <laughs> well, I, uh, oh, yeah, it's five thousand dollars a house. <laughs> Whatever you want, man. And he would have supplied all the supplies, which is even. It's all profit, I don't, it's yeah. like it's all pro, pure profits. Like you don't have to pay anything. He provides the people to do it. He provides, you know, paint, those tarps, you know, the brushes, and going. Basically, just stand there and watch this get done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, damn. <laughs> wasn't prepared for it, <laughs> for the offer. Uh, I don't know how many of us would uh, turn that down. It's like not many. It'd be a heck of a lot of work, but dang. I think I could manage to paint a few thousand yeah. houses. <laughs> Take the money and run like everybody else does. <laughs> I'd go hire some Mexicans and Board Brothers. <laughs> hey man, I went to every Home Depot from here to Tucson. I, I got everybody. <laughs> Five hundred Mexicans only cost me a thousand dollars. I don't know. I mean, it might be morally questionable, but hey, it's like it's his money. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Because like he felt like he he didn't want to like overcharge him or something. Well, he, he felt he felt guilty because it felt it, it sounded you know too good to be true or yeah. you know, a little fishy. I he don't didn't know. think deals like that existed. <laughs> wow. Name your price. Uh, you do, you could have bought your daughter five horses instead of just one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have you could have bought the whole darn stable. <laughs> I mean, if it was, it was if it was a question of something being outright uh, illegal, illegal, I would say, yeah, well, yeah, no. But it's, it's like there's nothing illegal about just painting the house <laughs> and not having any overhead. <laughs> well, they do that in the Bay Area all the time. The, we call the tech techies that go in there, the oh, they engineers. Just hire people and name your price. They, well, they just hire, they go in there. Well, I'm talking about that, like say the housing. They go in there, they they tear down the house, they build this monstrosity, and they're there for five years and then they leave. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess they have to have somewhere to put their money. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but I don't usually just tear down a house just to rebuild it. Oh, I, I mean, it's a, it's basically a tax write-off. Maybe that's what they that's do. That, yeah, I mean, the house could be because there's the houses that my mom lived in. They're perfectly fine to live in. It's not going to be. I mean, like my mom's house, they have a uh, family room. Well, that could be dressed up and it could be like a formal uh, reception area for guests or whatever. You know, to have put in another bathroom. You know. But all these people want this open floor plan and roofs up to the sky, and you know they want a grand house. It's like, well, these once you put the grand house on the grand lot, your lot is not grand anymore. Probably tax write-off. Yeah, it's all tax. Well, they did this with them. Um, uh, these people that buy hotels and motels or build them, it's all a tax write-off. Yeah. You don't make any money in the motel industry. Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> you can't charge enough to make it to make a profit. To make it work. Unless you're in a nice area. If you're off I-5 in uh, Timbuktu, 
You're gonna rent, oh, you're not cleaning them. You're gonna either. rent the room out for eighty bucks a night. And you rent three rooms out a night, and then there's sixty rooms. And you got you know the the help to come in you there. You gotta have a brothel. <laughs> yeah, all the overhead. Like, you have to, have to pay pay the maids to come in there and clean it. Yeah. yeah, the electricity, the heating, the you know. And you got a swimming pool. You got swimming pool. You know, got you know pay for the pool boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Helps in the New York. Yeah, it's different. Okay, so you're saying. So you have to. They ba- you know, they they cost it out when they they think things like that. Well, we have to rent ten rooms a night to make a profit, yeah. but it has to be every you know all year long. Yeah. We have to have you know, let's say we have to rent out a dozen rooms. Well, during the snow period, you know, let's say it's the winter time. I you know, know between you know from September to you know before December, you know, like Thanksgiving, November. We don't have anybody staying there because they're not traveling to go see family. So you have your occupancy, you know, yes. the occupancy was low, but they get that tax write-off. You know, if they have to pay, a, they call it hotel tax. No, oh, they can write it off. Well, let's say it's twenty dollars a room that they have to pay for. Well, it's probably less now. Let's say it's five or ten dollars of that hotel tax goes to the city. Yeah, that's sort of like a residential tax. Is that because people came in there and stayed? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of. I want to build a hotel and charge the government subsidy money. I rent out the room, so like ten dollars a room to help. You know, like. Okay, it costs you uh, three hundred thousand to buy the land. Yeah, it cost uh, four to five million dollars to build the hotel. It costs another three million to, to outfit it with every, all the fixtures. It's like. Go so you're out $20 million to build this hotel. Okay, how long is it going to take you to pay that off? <laughs> yeah. well, so every, every, every month I make $1,000. I pay the government and pay them back 500 Yeah. So I make 500 a month. It's going to take you 200 years to pay that off. <laughs> so you get more money in tax write-offs than you do actual income. Yeah. So, how about the hard needy? Oh, what's the one that? Uh, oh, this 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 guy that does business. Because if you buy a house and you stay in it and you pay, uh, let's say a thousand dollars a month to stay there, and you're you're purchasing it, let's say. But if you can rent that out as an Airbnb, you're going to be making. Three thousand dollars a month, not losing a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, you rent the house and then you uh, Airbnb it. Oh, you Airbnb it or you know, just short-term rental? Yeah. See, my, my people in Europe are saying that like, yeah, well, if you buy a house in Maryland, then it's Airbnb it. Well, that's what people have been doing in like, let's say, Lake Tahoe, Reno, you know, resort areas. They'll buy a house there. But they're not going to buy it to stay in there and live there. It's all, it's all going to be an Airbnb short-term rental. Well, before Airbnb, it was just, you know, short-term rental. People would come in there in the uh, winter, and they'd rent it for the weekend or a week or two weeks, you know, what what have you. Of course, if they, if they wanted to go stay there, they just wouldn't book it for the, the time that they wanted to use right. it. <laughs> But it's almost cheaper just to, to, when you buy a house, is not to live in it, but to lease it. 
Yeah. yeah. Dude, and then just... It, it was where you could buy a house, lease it out, and you go rent an apartment for yeah. less than it would cost you to pay the payment. <laughs> but now it's like, what is it? They can't even find it. Apartments like the country club uh, apartments or the Iron Horse, you know, they're over $1,000 a, a month. And that's if you can find one that's open. I guess we've had a couple of guys um, come up from L.A. and they were going to stay up here and rent a place and they couldn't find anybody to rent for them. Well, you have to give up that apartment in L.A. <laughs> you can't have two apartments. Yeah, well, I mean, once upon a time, you can work at us more, make a minimum wage, buy a house, raise a family, buy a car, eat well, and... Well, in what world? <laughs> you know, before uh, World War II. Yeah. Like oh, a long time well, it was Lucky's Fries, uh, <laughs> something like that. You can work as a, a stock... Well, not even a uh, stock boy. It's always been if you were like a middle manager, yeah. you could afford to live on that wage. Yeah. And it probably wasn't much more what a stock boy makes now today. Yeah, really. Um, I make $15 an hour. It's like back then, that was like, that was Boku bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. When I was in high school, I made 15 an hour doing a, a steel racks. Right. And I had tons of money. Like, yeah. So much money. Well, I thought I was making. I thought I was doing really good because I, I worked for the biggest uh, employers in the valley. Yeah. Like the Department of Defense. <laughs> yeah. And that was nearly $15 an hour. Yeah. And that was 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, making good money. Yeah, how much? $15 an hour. Oh, lucky you. I said, ooh, I can buy a house. It's like, I can't afford to do shit with it, but I can live in a house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. I guess that's why people, some people get married and then they have their wife work too. Like, well, my, my, my money is going to go for the house and the food and the, the car. It's like, the, the wife's income is going to go for putting on a new roof, air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, doing our part. But it costs you more to have your wife work because you're. Tax double. Yeah. Because well, one lady, she did that, and, and by the time she paid for uh, childcare, so, you know, they had two kids that they had to put into preschool or whatever they call yeah. that. All the money went to that, and it's like she was, she may even brought home like fifty dollars a month after all this stuff was paid. And she goes, I could just stay at home and take care of the kids myself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and save money. And save money. <laughs> You know, of course, she doesn't get the, the status and attention of having a job, but it's a, it's well, a, unless you make she makes a real a lot of money, it's not worth it. Well, that lady that worked at the Temple Israel, her name's Dora. I think she was married to a, a, a police officer, and I guess they got a divorce, you know, because she wasn't happy. No, <laughs> and she uh. She made more than he did because she worked at like a, she worked for Nabisco. What, what do they call those people? Well, it was a middle management job, let's say. Uh, um, I guess when they divorce, she goes, the husband says, well, I bought this house for you and this and that. Like, and she basically said, well, he's just a lazy guy. He didn't work. It's like, 
He asked you to marry him. He had kids with you. <laughs> well, he worked on Nabisco. He, he worked for the, you know, the city with a good job, and then you come back because you make more and denigrate him for not making as much money. <laughs> yeah, uh, women are, it's a, it's a X chromosome or something wrong with it. It's, it's evil. Well, they, like I said, well, you said it before, a bigger, better deal. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like they, because you don't make as much, you know, she looks down on you. It's like, well, it's just what happens in life. It's like, what happened to richer and poorer and health and <laughs> wellness? And yeah, for richer, for poor, unless it's too health. poor. <laughs> unless you're, you're fat, lazy, and you don't want to work. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some, you know, they've, they've got the upper hand in uh, hiring these days, so... They can make, you know, six figures before the guy ever <laughs> could. There, there's very few people that make six-figure incomes. Yeah, literally 1% of America makes six figures. Well, the 1% is literally, people think of 1%, the number's way off. Like the, the real 1% of 300 million is like, 30,000, so it's like... Well, what's average average income for the area? Here? I think it's... I think the average income of, like, it is 30,000 a year. 30 to 35,000 a year. Here in this area? Well, let's say across the United States. I don't know what oh. it is here. Oh. That's taking the hundred thousand guys and applying it to somebody else. Like this guy may only make twenty five thousand yeah, a year, but he's still one percent. He's still the hundred. Uh, you know, the six figure guy is still the one percent. Yeah, yeah. Like if my teacher did the math and he said if you make seventy five thousand dollars, you're one percent. And this was really? back in twenty sixteen though. But yeah, like one uh, percent. Like well, when I say one percent, I used to think of billionaires and like. But it's like if you're making seventy-five thousand dollars, I'm like really? It's like that? Like, yeah. Well, they just they just killed off half of the small businesses in the United States with this pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that those those people will never get back to, to owning their own business. But, um, I, I would say very few, if any of them. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess right now that the government's really doing a lot of subsidizing for small business owners. Well, yeah, you know, for for forty billion dollars to Ukraine yeah. every three months is like mm-hmm. that's the highest paid hooker I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting it up, yeah. I mean, where are they coming up with this money? It's like it, the U.S. dollar is absolutely worthless. It's like if you're just pumping trillions of dollars into worthless, you know, cultures. But the people in Ukraine are, st- oh my God, people suffer. I'm suffering. Well, we believe everything they print. <laughs> uh, what was that? Some the European countries, they gathered up a bunch of guns and sent them over. It's like, now we're, we're gun runners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're giving Ukrainian citizens guns. It's uh, was it in the United States or some other country? Do you remember? Doing what? 
that they were collecting uh, rifles and stuff to send there? Oh, yeah, probably United States. I didn't and hear they, about and that. They ended up in the hands of the gangs of yeah. Ukraine. It never made it over the ocean. It's like it, it stopped in New York, and man, it's, 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 it's resupplying the, the gangs. <laughs> they showed this video on the elections where the Ukrainian gangs were, they got, the guns were fighting over their territories. Oh, they have gangs over there? Yeah. Or what do they call them? Gulag. Well, the mercenaries or? No, the, the missionaries. Are the Merc mercenaries, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so when I was in Estonia, they said they're paying mercenaries 2,000 euros to go over there. I was like, sign me up. I'll go defect to Russia after I get the money. Yeah, really, just, just you know, walk over there. You know, walk like you're walking to Ukraine, and then he's like, I'm thinking hard left here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go to Siberia. <laughs> just got just to gotta stay away from Three Mile Island or whatever that, uh, what's it, Poyet? I think it's uh, where they had the, um, the nuclear power plant blow up. Because oh, oh, they're yeah. they're playing with the, the pressure vessel. What idiot plays with the pressure vessel <laughs> in a nuclear power plant? <laughs> hot cold, hot cold. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was um, Chernobyl. Oh yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah, <laughs> that's like. Uh, how many mistakes have they screwed up on? <laughs> I don't think those Russians need to be playing with nuclear power. <laughs> well, there was a Chernobyl. What was the other one? I think there were two of them. Yeah, I, when I was riding the, the train to Russia or Europe, we passed right through because uh, Chernobyl's in um, um, Belarus. Oh yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with Las Vegas. It, you know, the Lake Mead's drying up, and it's they they project oh it'll last for another two and a half years. It's like uh, that's if we get some snow runoff. They supply the water for Las Vegas. Yeah, if just the water in the lake, they said it'll last two and a half years. Well, that's if they dry you know suck it dry. Because if more water is going out than coming in. And I guess the I didn't know the the Rockies had basically a, a drought. Oh really? It was like a twenty year drought. We haven't been getting the rain or rain and snowfall. Oh, from the I mean, because when I ride the train through there, the, the waterfalls are still going, the lakes yeah. are still. Yeah. It still feeds a bit. Wow. It's a, a significantly lower rate than it has been in you know years past. Yeah. We'd have to get you know, a normally high snowpack for the next 15 years yeah, well, for it to fill up the Lake Mead and Lake Powell. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way they're messing this harp and stuff and this weather modification, mm -hmm. I don't trust them when they're like, oh. Well, it's we kind of weird because this, this guy, he's in Montana. He says they're, it's basically drought conditions. He's somewhere near the middle of the state, but uh, was it not Yosemite? What's the other one? Um, Yellowstone. 
I think it's Yellowstone. It's farther towards the west. It, they had like monsoon uh, yeah, I didn't rainfall, know the state parks and it, it flooded Yellowstone. But we still have a water it, crisis. Well, I'm just saying it's in. We don't get that water from Montana. Yeah, it, yeah. It, come mo it comes mostly from the continental divide around Colorado. So it's just kind of weird that, like I say, that this part of the state is dry as a bone. This, yeah. this one's getting flooded out. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, so when we, all, we have these water things, these issues like monsoons all over the world, mm -hmm. that are like terrorizing the world. Why don't we get the water and give well, it to people? Well, they're t talking about running a pipeline from the Great Lakes or Mississippi or something and running it over to Lake Mead. <laughs> and you go, okay, you know how much it costs you to lay a pipe, you know, three feet in diameter across that much? Yeah. But they were trying to, they would pump it to so far, like into a, a river yeah. and use the natural features. Yeah, the river. To, to, you know, say it gets it farther down, you know, to the southern and then they dump it into the Colorado. Yeah. yeah they kind of do some diversion. Yeah. It's not a solid pipe from here to there. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, well, let's see, what else can we, we can do uh, the Mississippi, or we could go farther, we can, we can take the water from the Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah, the Great Lakes are great, right? They're huge, right? They're gonna have to do something like, the initial, I think they're like, they have surplus water, yeah. oh. so they're going to have to copy that. Also. Israel, they, I think in Israel they wanted to pump ocean water into the Dead Sea, because the Dead Sea is, you know, ocean water it has anyway. way too much salinity. You yeah. would be actually adding fresh water right. by pumping ocean yeah. water into the Dead Sea. Yeah, and then they would, you know, after they fill it up, well, they have a desalinization plant at the northern end, well, then it pumps the water back up to Israel or wherever yeah. else it needs to go. I mean, the, the Dead Sea is so murky. Like, how would you desalinize that water? Like, well, you <laughs> there might be like a drop of water per like inch. I don't know if they use it for uh, like in the ocean here. We we section it off and we let it dry out and we yeah, you know, we, we use the salt for you know. Cooking. Cooking or whatever. It's like, well, we don't need more. What happened to the salt-free diet? <laughs> yeah. It's just sea salt. It's different. Well, they use salt for industrial uses, too, for some reason. But they were thinking about doing that with uh, over in L.A. Because it used to be a freshwater lake. Uh, what is that one? The Owens Valley? Oh, yeah. It was like an inland ocean. I never knew that. But it's like L.A. sucked all the water out. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I know LA and my San Diego are like desert climates naturally, mm -hmm. but they siphon so much water that they turn into an oasis. Well, they, they want to get uh, LA to start, you know, producing, you know, or should building desalinization plant, but they wouldn't have to pump it inland. They'd just have to, they could use it as a reservoir. Instead of, you know, let the water naturally go down into that lake and fill it up. Yeah. Instead of pumping it directly into L.A. No, they, they can do a lot of stuff, but they'd rather just... And there's like, you can have, a, you can have a desalinization plant. 
go down and put fill up the reservoir that's in LA County. The car broke down, all right, bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, my mom's car broke down now. Oh, oh wow. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What happened to it? Out of gas. That's a big deal. <laughs> she tried to go to the same gas station that stole her identity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So she's stuck somewhere. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a pain. Man. That's like, <laughs> I was like, "Don't tell your mom we're laughing at her." <laughs> we're laughing with you, mom. It's a pain when you cover Just helpless little children. Ew, ew, ew. Wow, it's going to be money. It's like, hey, you got a credit card or some money? Maybe we just send you back to well, Colorado. The, she, she, she was going to rent a car here, but they wanted like $600. So Joe, my sister's ex-husband, said, just give me $300, I'll let you use my car. Was that your dad? Or? No, Joe. Joe. Oh, she had another husband? No, my sister's daughter's husband. ex-husband. Oh, her, her daughter's So... Joe lent her lemon. Yeah. <laughs> was that the one that broke down? Yeah. So it's not a big deal. It's fine. Oh, so but he rented, she rented from him. Yeah, she gave him 300. Oh, so she doesn't have to fix it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good deal. That's a good deal. <laughs> no, yeah. She just parks it on the side and says, come get your piece come of get your, <laughs> Come and get your car. Well, if she could have taken that 300, got her ass on a train, and went back and got her money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a train ticket for two people don't cost that much, does it? About 300 but, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she paid for the car before we got here. Oh, that was before, yeah. yeah. She has to get the money in Colorado? Yeah, cause the bank is in Colorado that I got ripped off, and they said she has to be over there to make the claim, not over the phone. Oh, I, wow, interesting. Well, it's, it's not like they have a branch over here kind of thing that... Yeah, it's so she got ripped off before leaving Colorado. No, no, yeah, she she got ripped off in California, but the bank, she banks us in Colorado. Oh, she banks. She yeah. banks at, It's right, like yeah. a golden one here. Right, seriously. Yeah, it'd be like the Colorado Springs uh, Credit Union or something. Yeah. You couldn't bank with Bank of America or Wells Fargo, Mom. You have to rent, you have to get a yeah, bank that's insane. like Dupa Mommy. Because <laughs> my mom always goes like this. I got such a good deal here, I'm going to go, you know, and it's retarded. Well, she wasn't expecting oh. to, to get ripped off, though, at the gas station. Oh, oh see. Because she could still use that. her debit card, though, right? You could have used her debit card, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though the bank's over there. Well, the bank over there, well. If she had her debit card, she has to sign for the money that, or, you know, verify that it's her yeah. before it goes in the account, which is kind of screwy. It's like if somebody, if they could prove uh, fraud, you think they'd just put the money in and go after, you know, the, the gas station that had this garbage on their pumps. She, uh, she's getting notifications on the phone. Your payment has been received for a nice new comb or for this or that. Why does she just put a freeze on her account? You can do that. Right. You get you call out the credit card and just you freeze. Yeah. You basically 
It's not freezing it. It's it well, she called the banks and they, they stopped all the transactions. Well, what I'm getting at is that there's a number on your card. I, I have it with Wells Fargo. You call it and you basically suspend the service on the card. Yeah. And so it's suspended, yeah. let's say. Well, it refuses everything that comes in. Yeah. But when you open it, it's like, say I open it and say, you know, I'm going to buy this. As soon as I buy it, I shut it back off again. Yeah. So it's it's a protected account. I think she did something like that. Like she but shut if, the card down. But basically, I think she's calling the bank and they're doing it for her. It's probably yeah. what's happening. But so. I didn't know that feature was on there. It's like, damn, I could just you know put a hold on my cards. I mean, even since I was a boy in high school, you know, middle school, I just never liked the idea of the banks having control of my money. And like, well, there's. Well, most people know that it's a necessary thing, well, especially if they have money. Well, where did you want to put your money, though? Keep it with, with in you. the house, you know, buried. Well, because I because I, I was the opposite. I trusted more the bank because I figured I'm going to lose it or you know, forget yeah. it and then um, drop it somewhere. Well, I always start just dig a little hole and then, like, have a little lockbox. No, you, you put it in the springs in your bed, so that, at least that will you a little comfort from your money. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, no support. A couple of thousand dollars. Oh, that, yeah, that helps it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was oh. Well, that's not. Now, I carried around <clears throat> a couple of chunks of gold on me for a couple of years because I didn't know where to put it. I didn't trust know where to put it. So I, yeah. I had it missing right here. Oh, is well, they had those, um, like people in their, like, houses. Yeah. They'd have like a loose brick by the, yeah, the, the yeah, fireplace and like that. I love that. That was a good idea. But they, they never put it up where it's like easily easy reach. They always put it in, down near the floor and around yeah, the corner kind so, of thing. So, we got it like, so nobody could just kind of accidentally bump it or whatever. That brick looks funny. <laughs> but they have these, um, these, what do you call it? The, they look like an outlet, you know, with little plug-ins and all that. Well, somebody... They used to hide their their money and jewels and stuff in it, so they they cut this outlet, but it never worked. It's like somebody, oh man, this doesn't work here. You know, they, yeah. they pull it wrong way. They pull out, hey man, there's all jewels in here, man. All the gold there. Well, it's mostly for people that had you know, jewelry and money, but they didn't want people coming in and stealing. Of course, they didn't trust the banks. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't trust any bank in California. If you have a safe deposit box, because they good. actually went in and stole people's stuff. In the safe deposit box. Yeah. In the safe deposit box. That's insane, dude. Like what a money, people... jewels, gold pieces, everything. And, oh, we couldn't find the people. It's like they had them on record. It's like they looked at the records. Yeah, they like, got a sign-in video camera. Like, <laughs> were they going in their masks? Oh no, this, this was the state of California. Said, well, we couldn't find the people, so we. Uh, they basically took the money or took the whatever valuables were in it, yeah. sold it, and put the money in the, the state of California's account. But they, they came back and investigated later. They had all these accounts, they had names that they could be traced. Yeah. I mean, a simple, just a simple, you know, look through the files, you know, this and such, you know, send out emails and mail, you know, like snail mail. Hey, you have an account. If I banked at that bank because they got robbed, I would sue them just because I banked and they got robbed. Like, yeah. dude, my stuff could have got stolen. I'm suing you because... A threat of uh, yeah. mental anguish before it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
I'm lying. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't, I don't trust the state of California as far as I can spit. <laughs> What's his name? Nuisance. <laughs> uh, what, what did he sign away the other day? <laughs> you, you've had your attorney for um, disability, the same attorney, ever since you started, or there was a change? No, and then my mom switched him up. I don't know. So we, because at first it was, uh, what was it? It was a guy from the '90s, and used to be on TV. Mark, Mark, Mark. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget that he's real famous attorney though. Then we dropped him because he's garbage. Because he wasn't doing good. Yeah. Job. So what was his name? Uh, the, the famous attorneys in California, um, it's Joe Cerna, I think it was. Well, he, he dressed like a hippie, a cowboy hippie. I mean, but he was like a world famous attorney. Of course, there was, there was Melvin Belli here. I don't know if you remember Belli. that guy. I remember Belli. <laughs> yeah. That name. Yeah. There's only, I think there's only like a handful of high-profile attorneys like that anymore. Of course, a lot of them died. Back in the 90s, this guy would always go on TV for his law services. Oh, what was his name? Uh, was it? Well, they're a member of the Temple Israel. Uh, what's... An attorney? Yeah. They do um, injury. Mendelssohn? I think it's Mendelssohn. Yeah. Sounds like an Israeli name. But it, the, the law firm is... Uh, I think it's Jacobian Myers. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Jo it was Jacobian Myers, and then Mendelssohn was like the the associate. Yeah. And I think he's what do you call it? Um, he's still with them, but they. You can see him. You can see him on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. <laughs> so, like, more than two or three attorneys you had. For the case, or two, just two? Yeah, was, I'm trying to remember who So that. the last one's doing pretty good. It's moving yeah, on. the last one where we're, going, where we're gaining ground. Uh, like, so, yeah. your your son's retarded. He's in that car wreck and has a brain injury, so we need a payee to give the money to. And I'm like, dude, I, I just fucking acting retarded. Let's get the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I can't you, say you need, no. Well, you have to have a... It, it both it boosters your case that you have to have somebody to administer your money. Yeah. You know, if he's that bad off, he needs the money. <laughs> so I guess you have to put your brother as a guardian. Yeah, but I wonder if you could go back later and take him out and have you know have sole ownership of your your yeah. funds. <laughs> I'm gonna try to say like, okay, I'll just. Not that bad. <laughs> I'm just a little. Well, what happens? What happens if he kicks a bucket? You know, is there anybody yeah. else? <laughs> I get a uh, do a state Court appointed. Because uh, my mom and dad, they they set up a trust. You know, for a living trust. And so, you know, whatever happens to mom or dad, you know, now it's mom. Yeah. I guess she she put somebody as. Because we were young kids back yeah, then. Yeah, they, they, 15. They put us as, um, what do you call it, where you have somebody else take care of your kids. 
but the executor has to basically place you in, uh, I don't know, I forgot what they call it when he's here. The executor uh, had to put you as, as a with a guardian. Yeah, you know, they, somebody else had to be the guardian. Right. You know, so we tried to ask mom. It's like, well, who's the executor of the, of the will? It's like, I mean, all your friends are you're not going to last forever. So you have to have backup. Uh, she wouldn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> My parents have been really secretive about money for some screwy reason. Yeah, like uh, Madeline's parents, I told her. You don't have a life insurance, do you, for Marilyn? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm just asking. I'm not going to cure you. Well, oh, well, you should just probably say, well, in the United States, you know, we have to have life insurance, yeah. you know, to take care of final expenses and all that. Yeah. It's not necessarily money to keep somebody going the rest of their life. Yeah. <laughs> like me, yeah. <laughs> the husband. <Yeah. laughs> Of course, the only thing we did know is they lost a ton of money on these scams and investments. It's like, well, we want to we want to hear what the plus side is, not the minus. <laughs> so your mother has you, you guys as the living trust receivers, or no? I, I think there's know. another word for receivers. Well, well, executor, executor, or executrix. They they basically fulfill the terms of the the living trust. Living trust. But I think it's a lawyer because or the. Um, a law firm, I guess, because they're not going to depend on a, a person because that person could die or move right. on. So, but this was done, you know, when they did set up the living trust, they had to have an executor or executrix, and supposedly that we were going to be appointed a guardian if you know both of them had an accident or something. So, if there, so since the ex, there's an executor only, and there's an executor, um, as far as you know, the, the whole thing may go to John Doe. Yeah. We, None to any of you. Well, she says the terms of the um, living trust are all the assets are sold and divided equally among us. Oh. And that's pretty standard. That's what the executor is going to do. Yeah. I mean, there could be uh, terms in there say, well, if you want to, if somebody wants to buy the house, they have to buy out everybody else with the, the uh, fair market value. And right. you know, if there's like cars and you know other jewelry or you know keepsakes, right? I don't know if she put anything in there about that. But. Cause my my sister's like. She wants my dad's old pickup because he had it fully restored. Oh, he let me right on his lap. It's like, I was going to tell her, it's like, I'm sorry, sister, but my dad told me, it's like, that's my truck when I, he dies. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. I didn't tell her that. It's like, you know, so it's like, it's like, well, we'll just let the, the it come out in the wash when the, when mom passes. And, you know, if it's, if anything's left to anybody. You may have to sell the thing, right? Or well, she said, I'll buy it out, you know, I'll buy, buy it, it from, from you, you know, because I want that pickup. It's like, you ha I mean, just other than the fact that it was my dad's, she has no connection to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, she's she, could, she could care less about driving Wait, would it. Would you sell it out to her or no? I don't know. Oh, you wanted to? 
Or would uh, you have be to nice buy to it? have it. It's like, but would you buy it off her? No. So you're gonna have to. Do, you guys gonna? Have I don't to know do. how that's gonna work. That's right. what I'm saying. That's gonna come out in the wash somehow. I was like, it may be in the will or the, the living trust that it has to be sold. Right. Whoever wants it has to buy it at the market has value. To, pay yeah, full market people. value. That you, if you want it, you have to buy it for fifty grand. <laughs> yeah. What kind of truck is that? Is that a? It's a fifty-five Chevy. Very classic. Or what? You think yeah. your mother's well, still around? Like, like the, that's um, was it five windows? It has three windows in the back. Uh, it has a corner windows. And then the nineteen fifty-five. You know, uh, well they were from really forty-nine cool to about fifty-six. Yeah. They made those. Yeah, no details like my dad had the car with the hydro headlights. That was a cool thing. Mm. Well, it's the, like that. the front bumper is sort of like rolled. It's because uh, like forty, like nineteen forties, they had like louvers. If you've seen the old pickups, yeah, they just have straight louvers. Well, this has got like a rolled. It's like three sections. And then it has like a center nose piece. Yeah. Oh, in the, the the grill. In the grill. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, it's not. It may be a collector's item, but it's not really that. Not, I mean, it's special as far as what it is. Yeah. But it's not a classic car that people really want to have. Yeah. They want 57 Chevys and, yeah, you know, yeah. 59 Cadillac, you know. Yeah, there's certain uh, Iconic. Mustangs. Yeah. Well, they want 65 Mustangs. They want, you know, Fastbacks. Fastbacks are really rare. Are they more rare than slowbacks? Yeah, the fastback. <laughs> it's different. It, it's, well, they call it a pony car, and I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it's a, it's a Mustang. And I think it's because the seats have, like, you know how they used to emboss, you know, the seats with like a, a little pony. Oh, yeah. And but some of them were like a chrome thingy bobber. It's like, well, if you're sitting in the seat, why would you want a chrome, you know, emblem on your back? I was like, as soon as you get up, you have things that pressed in your back. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because it, it was stitching. I don't think that they had the actual, you know, like a chrome piece of plastic or anything. But I like the 64, 65 Chevy Impala. It's not the rounded, it's more of a straight edges yeah. along the, the fenders and back. No, no, those old uh, the, the square cars, yeah. Well, the, you know, they did, because the, what is it? They had the 66, 67, those were more rounded. They looked pretty much all the same. Because this guy, he had a, a 66 Chevy Impala. And it had square, square um, tail lights. Yeah, yeah. And not the, the round ones. The round ones were 68, 69, I think. Oh, I thought it was 64s. Those famous ones had the round ones. Well, they had, I'm talking about that year, or frame, it had more of the rounded body. I think it was 68 or 69, yeah. and they went back to the rounded. But they had the, it had two here on the, on the, quarter panel yeah. and then one was in on the hood or the uh, tail the trunk so when you lifted the trunk one of two of them came up with the trunk yeah. that's cool well I mean I don't like that personally but I like all the lights on the car and that 
Well, it's all on the back, but it's, yeah. it, I think that's the way it went. I'd have to look at them again. Like I say, I like the 64, 65. A friend of mine, he actually had one in college. And it was my fifth birthday, and he came with his new car. <laughs> yeah. And it has a, that was, what was tricky is it had that chrome speaker right between the back seats. Yeah. So your mom has been driving that car since she got here. Yeah. And it's, did it overheat or what it's, it's, it's been over a week, right? Passing down. Well, yeah, um, the brakes. You didn't say she didn't get detailed about it? You know, like it, it blew a head gasket and there's oil all over the place. The yeah. just gave her pointers. <laughs> the, the brakes are weak and it is. She's been driving it over a week, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad for 300 bucks. No, no, yeah, it's a good, good deal. deal. Actually, a good deal. No, it's a good deal. For you don't have to worry about it now. The rental car would have been 600, but, you know, it would have been, you know, like. Well, 600, then you have to buy gas and all this other yeah. stuff. <laughs> so Joe gave her a BMW, you know, a 94 BMW. Mm. I sucked up gas. I'd say most of the, most times when the cars go south on you, older usually it's a, a heat, heater it overheats yeah of course it'll stop running that <laughs> blows a head gasket maybe he has an extra car he can rent it or you not. rent another one <laughs> yeah for another 300 for another two weeks three weeks yeah it's just i'm stressing because she has a job over there in colorado she does yeah. She's stressing or you say I'm stressing? I'm stressing. Why are you stressing? Because <laughs> she has to get back to go to work. Yeah, and you know, like... There might not be any money because she didn't go back to work. Yeah, I know. And then, then she'll be at that house and then it'll just be bad. Oh, because she made all oh, the job? Bad decisions, yeah. Oh, so, she, she's not in the Section 8 over there? No, she is. She has good housing prices. But she has to pay... Well, I hear it. In Section 8, you it's have to get, pay like a certain percentage. Is? 150 a month or something? Yeah, she's got to pay. Oh, okay. If you don't pay your, your bills, it's like you but get kicked I, out. <laughs> she's okay. My mom's an idiot. She's at work. <laughs> she talks shit on everybody she works with. She always has. So you, you don't think she's worried? She, she might have like $300 somewhere where she's going to pay the rent. No, no. She, she has Social Security. Rent's covered. Oh, okay. Like, but it's just... She, she's, she has social security, she's working like an idiot. I hope they don't find out I'm working. Why are you working? <laughs> oh no. Well, you know, a lot of people do that, so there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing surprising, but this... Oh, but she's got the rent cover on. Oh, she doesn't have to worry about going back. <laughs> well, she's thinking she's going to get the money from the bank, but, you know, from the fraudulent charges. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my mom, my mom, my mom. I think if she didn't have an income coming, she'd be worried, but no, she's got it covered. Yeah, she's, she's going to be paid. I'm like, dude, John, social security, just chill and relax. But she's the kind of person. No, but it's good. I, 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 I remember, yeah. there's a lot of people do that. No, but I was thinking that, you know, she was going to lose the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's 
just put it on the register. Don't worry about it. What time is it anyway? Time to uh, 3 10. Oh, 3 10. I guess so. 3? 3 10? I guess, I guess we have a no show. <laughs> no, no Frank, no Austin, no, uh, no strangers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, little girl. Got bound to be a trash can there. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty smart, though. Because she's, she's just working for cash, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> but, uh, well, she's, uh. Blessing assistance. Well, I know. She's working in a government job. See what? Working in a government job, she's working at a restaurant. At a government? Yeah. But she gets paid cash? No, no, it's uh, on the books. Mm. Yeah, so. That's different. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, if it's on the table, work away. What did she, what did she, what did she say to me? You told her, well, you know, get paid cash instead. Yeah, I can't. My mom stresses out and gets all excited. I can't. I'm fucking busy. I'm trying to do a million things. So she might get screwed if she gets caught. Yeah. Like my mom. So when I when I do things, I try to be reasonable, you know, logical. But think through it. Think through it. It seems though that like a lot, uh, it seems like a lot of people um, are, are, are not getting caught. Yeah, government right now, I feel like the government's trying to shut the U.S. down. So they're letting a lot of illegal activity slide like that. And they're just giving away money to retards. Like, like small businesses, they're just giving away money. Like, oh, we don't really care if you succeed or fail. We just want to burn through this money. Make it look like it's. Uh, So this is your your sister's husband or ex-husband? Ex-husband. Ex-husband. So I'm hanging out with Rick's. It's great. I'm doing yard work and I'm blaming everything on the Jews. And Rick's like, it's not the Jews. <laughs>
Have you been in the in in, in the, the Miracle Mile lately? Yeah. Supposed to go to uh There's a bus that